Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. DJ Tony Dunn. She gon' take care of her bitch, she truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin'. She gon' take care of her kids, she truckin', yeah. She a boss, she do it, bitch, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin'. She a boss, she do it, bitch, she truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin'. Ah. What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley from Truck and Hustle. You know, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. And when I'm not bringing you the dopest interviews from trucking industry leaders all over the world, I'm tuned in to She's Trucking Women Empowerment Podcast. What up, Sheree? And oh yeah, if you smell something burning, it's only your desire. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
Hello?
Hello? You're paying your taxes. 
I help you to do that. You have all that money coming in. I help you to make sure that you're staying on track with paying your taxes on time so that, that the IRS doesn't come and knock down your door and say, give me everything. And is so that, 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 <laughs> that is perfect. That is perfect. So if you are in jeopardy of your business closing because the government would shut you down, then you definitely want to reach out to her. Um, how did you get into being becoming an accountant? Like what led you to it and to the trucking industry? I initially started off um, was not anywhere near – the accountant industry. I was just, I went to college for parks and recreation. That's where I started off. Um, all the time, I was always talking to my friends about finances, and I, I loved it, but didn't know I loved it. So um, I went, when my I came home, my daughter's about two years old, and I was a stay-at-home mom, and I originally got into doing taxes because I just wanted to talk to somebody. <laughs> I wanted to talk to an adult and not a kid. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go do taxes. And then I, I got into doing taxes and I realized, okay, I like this. And in the midst of me uh, start doing taxes, I went back to school to get my master's degree. And while I was there, I was actually majoring in finance. Um, I actually started off at pro in project management. I thought that I was going to go and uh, be a project manager. But while I was there, um, I started to like taxes. I took a finance class, and my professor was like, you, you're really good at this. And I was like, I like this. I really like this. Um, so long story short, I ended up changing my major. I have um, completed my master's degree in finance, uh, stuck with taxes while it, be it was really like a okay, I'm going to do this, and I end up loving it, and it became a career for me uh, for accounting. Now, how I became the trucker's accountant is that my husband owns a trucking company, and I know a lot of females can relate, or you you women can relate to me because my my husband was like, oh, I need you to help one of my trucking buddies out. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll help him out. And I realized that, okay, truckers don't got it together at all. They're all over the place. So I was like, okay, well, I'll help him out with his taxes. And before I knew it, it was like everyone wanted my help. Um, and because I had that, that knowledge of being the spouse, being the wife that helped my husband with his company, it came natural to me, and I already had the accounting background. So I guess you put two and two together, and then people just started calling me the trucker's accountant. I was like, okay, I'm going to roll with that. So that's that's in a nutshell. I don't know if that was too long. That is how I come to be who I am today. I love it. Um, I, you know, you just touched on something. Being a wife in this industry and being able to support and help your husband run his business. I want you to talk about that. Like how I want you to, to really go deep because I, I know a lot of women that may be listening, they may be in that situation where, um, they don't, they, they husband or, or wife or whatever, you know, nowadays, hey, it's the opposite at times. What advice can you give women who are listening um, now to be able to help they, um, their spouse in 
you know, from being just a spouse, you know, not even in the trucking industry, you know, being able to keep the books and the paperwork and all that stuff, what what do you recommend them do and how to get started to help them that helps you? Okay, so the the biggest thing that helped me was the fact that I was already an accountant, but everyone can't be that. So I would say the first thing right. is, and I know this is going to step on a lot of husbands' toes, they don't know it all. They want you to think yeah. they know it all. But they don't they don't know it all from a finance perspective. So I would say you guys have to do your own research. Um, what does it take? What you know, find that resource where you can continue your education to help your husband out because at this point it's a partnership. It's it's definitely a partnership. Um and I I found that I had that I had that issue. So what I did was I created a course where I walked you're, I'll walk you through QuickBooks on how to run your trucking company, I guess, from from the perspective of how the beginning to the end, a successful trucking company, what it looks like, how the loads come out, how do you pay yourself, how do you generate a 1099, all of those things in this course. It's a four-week course where we sit down and we go over it. Uh, me and you and the, a group of people will go over on the Zoom conference. It's an hour, about an hour uh, each week, and we talk about these things. So when it's done, you have a better idea on what it looks like, and you don't necessarily have to communicate with your husband as to what needs to be done or is this done right or is it not done right because, honestly, we want we want them to still be out there on the road and driving and not have to worry about this now. They do need to be sending us that paperwork in so we can get everything loaded and paid on time. Um, but that that was that's the biggest thing, just uh, educating yourself on the industry. Because if you are, I mean, let's just be transparent. If you're staying at home and you're doing those books, you're not just a stay-at-home mom or you're not a stay-at-home wife. You are the accountant for your husband's company or you're the accountant for your wife's company. You have to know what's going on in order to increase your your company's bottom line. You guys are a partnership, and you got to do it together. I love it. I mean, because y'all are the heart of the company. Yeah. So and without uh, the teamwork, the partnership, you know, he goes to get the loads, move, move the freight, but the paperwork got to be done to keep the company rolling. And so Absolutely. I want to ask you, um, if someone wants to take your course and they say, hey, I need to take this course. I need to figure out how to run not only my business, if you are a truck driver, it's good for you to learn how to, you know, run your business. But also, if you're a wife or husband and you want to learn how to run um, the business, how do they contact you to be able to find the course? I've actually set aside some time. Um, I offer 15-minute consultations, and and this is basically where you're able to. I'll, I'll see where your business is at and and what resources I can provide to you, and then we'll get you signed up on a course just like that. If it's that simple, you can follow me on um, Instagram. I have a link there to sign up for the course. Facebook. I would say just give me a call because I don't I don't do the courses that often especially going into tax season. I typically do the, the courses uh, at the end of the year. I'm actually in the second week 
of a course now. I actually just got off the uh, line with some of my students, teaching them how to do it. Okay, awesome. So let's talk a more a little more about your businesses and your services that you offer. Um, I want to write down and get a clear understanding of the services that people can contact you for, because one of the comments that I saw up under the post and advertising that you was coming onto the show, they said, "Well, what can she do for a company driver?" And so if you can go through your services that you can that you offer. Okay, so I offer business formation for, and this is. Definitely for uh, the company drivers. When you're starting off, where where do you, where would you like to start? How to start the business? I do the I do business formation EIN get you registered with the IRS in um, whatever state that you're in for the company driver. So that's if you're trying to advance and be an owner operator. And you know, with a company driver, everything's starting off. You don't know what your expenses will be. Things tend to be unpredictable in the beginning, and that's why I offer the, the bookkeeping course to teach you how to go about doing your um, your book. Now, for individuals who are just like Marjorie, I don't want to do it. I want you to do it. I also offer bookkeeping services for uh, individuals. Um, so in those rates, I would say give me a call uh, because the rates do – very based on your company. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, definitely, if you're uh, if you're tuning in now, our call in number is nine one four two zero five five three two eight. Um, we have the trucker accountant on, Miss Marjorie. So we are live, um, and we did come off to a slow start. So we're gonna make up a little time. I'm going to go on to our next question, and thank you all for listening. Tune in. Definitely leave us some comments. I'm going to be reading the comments that's below. So um, what areas do you service? I'm actually in all all areas, all 48 states. So um, I, I do, I typically have some clients that are kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't know if I, I want to be able to sit down with you. And because we're in the trucking industry and I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, a lot of people come to Atlanta, Georgia. I always invite people to come visit me at my office. I don't mind. Uh, that way you can see me. I have a lot of clients that come see me first, and then once they see me, they're like, okay, Marjorie, I don't want to come see you anymore. We can do a video call or a phone call. I also offer video conferences where I, I talk to you just so you can see that I'm real. Right. And how do people submit their paperwork to you? Um, is it all digital, or do you? How do you want them to keep the paperwork to for you, so uh, to get to you? Like, is it a scanner system you use, or we are completely virtual? So when a, a person decides to sign on with us, once you've made that decision to to sign up, you'll go ahead and get an email that says "Welcome aboard our our family," uh, and then you'll get a secure link to a portal where you'll fill out the information, all of your information that's needed, and it'll give you instructions on how to upload your information. And I, I keep um, track of the paperwork that's being uploaded, uploaded just because you never know things may happen just in case you get audited or anything like that. I'll have the paperwork there, too, in the secure portal. Okay. Awesome. So now if I am just starting my business out, when is a good time to contact you? Before the business, during the business, after the business, after I done accumulated all this debt 
<laughs> when do I uh, call you <laughs> to start working, to make sure I'm ahead of the game? Not after you get the IRS letters, not after you file, you haven't filed taxes for a couple of years. Uh, I would say I have a lot of people contact me within, like, you know, I've just started within this year. What do I do? I want to, you know, within the first year of filing your taxes, not at the last minute. If taxes are due uh, March and April, you want to start contacting uh, contacting me in January. In the January, because that's usually when you get your 1099. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to get on board and everything, I would say at the top of the year, because you never know, maybe you having to find some extra paperwork. Maybe I have to go through and, and talk to the IRS and get a transcript, and those those things take time. So definitely not at the last minute, um, but at the at the top of the year would be good. If you've just now started your business, say you've just now started your business in May, and you're you're kind of like, I don't know, should I file my taxes? Am I filing my taxes? If your business has um, income coming in, you absolutely should file your taxes. Uh, don't worry about paying estimated quarterly taxes. I know that's a question that I get a lot uh, with your business just starting off. Um, and then once you get your, your tax return done for that first year, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, but definitely call in as soon as possible uh, so that you don't get behind on anything. You're abreast of, you're, you're well educated. But if you haven't been able to call, still, you know, call when you can. Don't ignore it. Don't not call because the IRS will not be ignored. Yeah. So that means get on it. Make sure you have your stuff in order. At least maybe they can contact you to ask the question, and you can tell them, hey, it's not time yet. But definitely be in the notes so you can make sure your business is running smoothly. Um, Absolutely. What are some some items that you can write off as an owner-operator? As an owner-operator, this is the question that I get all the time. So, you can write off your uh, what you pay to your carrier. You know, some people do percentages. You can write off the percentage that you pay to your carrier. You can write off maintenance and um, repairs. You can write off what you pay. You you had to register your vehicle and do a 2290. You can write that off. You can write off your inverter you put in your truck. Uh, any bank fees that you've been paying, you can write those off. Those are the things that I, I feel like people forget about those, the, the scales. Uh, you had to pay for a scale out of your pocket really quick, but, you know, you say you're going to get to you're going to get to it, and you never do. So now that's, you know, that's $10 at one time, but you add $10 up to 50 loads, and then that's that's worth the money. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, I've you know, and, and it's been list that go on and say down from uh, the anything you use in the truck, anything your your clothes. Now, is it true you can write off your boots and your clothes and stuff like that? I always want to ask somebody that. It has to be related to work. So, um, so for instance, with you, you have she trucking. You can write that off because that's a part of your business and your brand. Um, if you are Say if you are a flatbed driver and you had to purchase gloves and you had to purchase some boots because you got to hop in and out, those are things that are tax deductible. 
So it has to be something that is work related. So not necessarily uh-huh. clothes, not not regular clothes. But a lot of people, a lot of truckers, they're getting into their own apparel. That would be deductible. Yeah, which is a uniform, right? Right, right. So if, we, uh-huh. if we're talking about, okay, I want to wear this, these are my regular clothes, how can I write them off? Go and slap a, a, a apparel on it. Go, go and slap your truck company name on it. Then it's deductible. And this is the message I've been telling people all this time. Even if you purchase your truck and dust that off, that's your uniform, because that's what I did. So um, the way that I got into this business was because I was tired of messing up my own clothes. I said, I need a uniform, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's what got me started. So, all right, awesome, great information. If y'all just tuning in, we have the trucker accountant, Miss Shari Green Rose. On and you know what? I didn't put your website or information on the link, um, so I'll go back and do that later. I definitely want to get your links for people to be able to follow you. Um, where's the best place to follow you? Is it your like page, or what do you normally send people to to follow you? I have uh, Instagram and Facebook, and, and both of those are at the Truckers Accountant. That's where I'm okay. at the most. You know how you have all those accounts, and I'm like, I'm trying to keep up with everything, but I typically pay attention to Instagram and Facebook. All right. So definitely go and follow her. And then that, because she does a lot on Wednesdays, I think Wednesdays, right? Because I think I caught you a Wednesday where she was live, honey, and she, she gets, she dropped a lot of jewels. She gave a lot of information. So definitely go and review the videos, like it, share it. Um, because she's giving you a lot of information to help you successfully run your business. And if you're just tuning in and you have a question, our call-in number is 914-205-5328. Now, I'm going to go to my next question. Can I claim per diem? You are able to claim per diem if you're an owner-operator. If you are a company driver, company drivers can no longer claim per diem. That is a law that was just passed last time. time. (laughs) Company drivers are no longer allowed to claim per diem uh, because of the laws that were just implemented last year with President Trump. Yes. So that's a question we get a lot. We actually have a caller that has called in. I'm going to get them on the line. Okay. Hey, Good Carla, evening, you're on the Women in Power. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. I just have one question, and that question is for owner-operators who are behind on taxes, um, how can you help them uh, get everything, I guess, back in order? Okay, so uh, how how far behind is this owner-operator? Oh, I'm just asking a question. <laughs> I'm 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 not uh saying that anyone is behind, but that's that's usually sometimes a question when when people are talking about things. So I was just okay. like wondering. Okay. okay. So typically, what I do uh, for owner operators who are behind, I um we do a consultation. We figure out how far behind you are, uh, if you've mm-hmm. paid any uh, estimated quarterly tax or or if you've paid any taxes into it. And then I'll contact the IRS on your behalf 
to uh, figure out exactly how much you owe. So before we go and say, oh, I made this money, I made this money, no, I want to check in with the IRS to see what they got on you first. Mm-hmm. Once we figure out what they have uh, and what income they have in, then that's when I come back to you and I say, okay, well, now we need to figure out all the expenses that you have associated with your particular company. And then we'll go from there. And we just it's just a step-by-step process to get uh, the particular company back up to where they are. If they are several years behind, I usually recommend filing all of the years, um, all like before you go and try to offer a compromise or uh, try to get a payment arrangement, file all of the years first. That way you'll be able to get, the IRS will not allow you to set up a payment arrangement without having all of your years filed. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I do appreciate the opportunity for asking a question. Yes, you're welcome. My pleasure. Okay. That was an excellent question. Um, and thank you for calling in. So I have I have one for you as well. As I was talking, I was just thinking about what about if a person is a 1099? So. I've been at companies working for on the, op- on the operators, and I've been paid as a 1099. So, could you explain the process of 1099 and how they file, how you file taxes with that? Um, are you going to detail about what I should have done, or as a 1099 employee for a company? Yes. So, as as a 1099 employee, basically, you are. You, your your company does not pay taxes on you. So when you're a W two and you're a company driver, your your employer pays the um, Social Security Medicaid for you. Because you are a 1099, the employer no longer pays that. The IRS says, okay, you have to pay that. So when you become a 1099, no more taxes are being taken out. The IRS is giving that responsibility to you. So it's your job to calculate how many, how much taxes you need to pay every year and keep up with your expenses and do all of those things on your own. And that's where the, I feel like that's where a disconnection is because people are so used to getting paid by a W-2 and everything being done for them when, when you transition to a 1099, you assume that everything is still done for you and it's the exact opposite. Nothing is done for you. You have to do everything on your own. Right. So at the end of the year, they don't even send you like a a form. You know how at the, you wait for that. Uh, I don't know if it, what is it, not W-2. I think at the end of the year, what is it, W-4? Okay. Or, huh? The 1099 is what they send you at the end of the year, but a W-9 is what you fill out if you are a contractor with a company. So you know the form that you take to the tax, to like a, that I would bring to you for you to do my taxes. I was saying is a ten ninety nine. They don't even send you anything. So that mean you know that means you you really have to keep up with it, right? Am I right? Correct or um, your your company shouldn't be sending you a ten ninety nine. And if they're not sending you a ten ninety nine, you you should contact them to see if you have it. And a lot of companies, they might not mail it to you, but they'll have it where you have access to it electronically. Okay. So you do get that. Well, awesome. 
Um, so make sure if y'all are listening in, because I know a lot of people work for um, on the op, and they do get paid that ten ninety nine. So make sure that at the end of the year that you you know they writing down how much you made and all this stuff, you know, so you can be able to stay compliant, stay compliant with the IRS or Uncle Sam. Yes, yes, and then the the deadline. So your employer should have it out by January thirty first. That's when January the thirty first. Yes. So when people come to me and it's like April and they saying they haven't received the ten ninety nine, that's kind of a red flag to maybe the person you're working for hasn't done their taxes, or you know they they got some stuff going on. So if they're delayed, then do that affect you? Like um, as just being an employer uh, employee. Yes, and they they should not be delayed, and there there's penalties on their behalf. Like so, the IRS gives them penalties for not turning in the 1099 paperwork on time and not uh, filing like they should. All right, but excellent if you, information. If you are a person, yeah, if you are a person who uh, doesn't have a 1099 and you're a company driver, you can also go off of your bank statements, your check stubs, your direct deposit, how much money you had coming in. And I would say also using that to check against your 1099 to make sure that the money you had coming in matches what your employer says. Awesome, awesome. Listen, y'all, she dropping jewels, so make sure y'all are listening and tuning in. Um, My next question for you, and and if I'm forgetting anything that you might want to add, Add, uh, you want, might want me to ask. Just jump in and throw those jewels out there for our callers that's mm-hmm. listening in. Um, what my next question is: What's the best way to file your IFTA for taxes? Your IFTA taxes. So there's several different ways you can file your IFTA taxes. If you are a person who's just like, okay, I can do it on my own. You can go to the Department of Revenue, and they have a portal for the Department of Transportation for every state that you're in, and it'll show you how to do your IFTA taxes, and this is completely free. So you you go in, and you'll keep track of all of your IFTA taxes. If you want to call into the Department of Transportation and have someone walk you through it, they are good about walking you through it. You can also go through um, a software online, and that typically charges a little more uh, but the software is pretty straightforward, and they'll uh, the software walks you through and files it for you, and then you'll have your receipt on hand. Now, the last way I would say is I I also do if the taxes, and I can help you out with that. But those those are the three ways, and it, it's not a right or wrong way. It's just how what your preference is. Awesome! Awesome! So if you're on the operator, you you have the if the well you will have if the taxes. Contact the trucker accounting. Call her, inbox her, follow her on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're tuning in to the Women Empowerment Podcast show today, and you have a question, our call-in number is nine one four two zero five five three two eight. Um, we're almost. At the end of the show, we're probably about in the half. I got a couple more questions I'm going to ask her, and then I'm going to um, get her to drop her links one more time, and then we're going to wrap this show up because I know you're a busy lady, and I really thank you and appreciate your time 
coming on talking to us. Um, she's like the sunroom, like the navigator of this thing, y'all. So definitely take her course so you can learn the business. She will navigate you through how to successfully run your business. Um, my next question to you is, what is a 2290? And then when do you file one? 2290s is, you know how you register your vehicle, your car vehicle with the um, transportation company. Your 2290 is to register your semi with the state, or the, uh, the federal government. So basically, let's just say whatever month you purchase your 2290 in, that next month, at the end of the month, that is when your 2290 is due. So, for instance, if you've just now put your truck on the road for um, December, your 2290s will be due at the end of January. And as for everyone who has a semi-truck, you want to go ahead and get that registered because, you know, if you are a driver who gets pulled over or you have a company driver that gets pulled over, you can, they could stop you from moving because your your, uh, your semi isn't registered. Now, so once you get the initial registration completed, you do your 2290s on an annual basis. Awesome. So get, get your 2290 and get registered. If you need help, she got you. So what are some mistakes that you see on operators make? <laughs> not paying their taxes. <laughs> not, not paying their taxes. Wait until the last minute. To file the taxes, um, like I, I cannot urge to you guys enough. Like the penalties that, like the IRS, they charge penalties not on a monthly basis, on a daily basis. So you may start off owing ten thousand dollars, and by the time you, it's all said and done, they're like, oh no, but you owe three thousand dollars in just penalty, interest. So that that's like a huge mistake. And then not keeping up with your books, that is going to be so vital because if you don't properly keep up with your books, how do you know the health of your business? How do you know where your business is at, where it's going, how to make an informed decision as to, okay, this driver is costing me too much money, I can't do that anymore, or, okay, I need to reroute how I did this or pick fuel in a different way, or maybe I need to save a little more to buy that truck next year. Those are the things that, you know, you want to make sure you're keeping a grasp on. And I feel like it's like in the trucking industry, you're you're more being uh, reactive instead of proactive. And proactive is going to cost you more money in the long run. And let's be honest, we're all just trying to save as much money as possible in our pockets, right? We want to figure out a way. We want to make all the money, but we want to figure out a way to not pay Uncle Sam as much money. That's 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 what the goal is, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we always looking to save a couple of dollars. And so uh, I got a question myself. Mm-hmm. Why are you so – I see you helping so many women. What, what, Why are you so passionate about helping women learn the business? Because, you know, some people don't. They keep it to themselves. They can run their own business, but they won't tell you anything. And that's what I liked about you 
is because you took that extra step to empower other women because you had experience, you know, uh, you had this experience, you had the knowledge to be able to give and teach others. So can you talk about your passion, like what made you passionate to do that? Yeah, so when I first started off, even me being an accountant, I didn't, the trucking industry was, it's a different beast. It really is. Like, I had to learn so many things, and when I tried to learn it, I felt like nobody would tell me. It was it was just that simple. Like, I felt like it was industry secrets that nobody wanted to tell me. And I feel like I don't, I don't want women or wives or spouses to have to go through trying to figure it out. Like, why go through years of figuring it out when it's, it's enough money out here for everyone. The trucking industry is a billion-dollar industry. Why why not share what I have to to help women to have a more peaceful life, to to uh, be able to spend more time with the kids or not, not get into those, I'm putting my quotation fingers up, okay, heated debates over the settlement or what load didn't get paid with you and your husband uh, when we can just figure that out in the in the long run and I can teach you how to do that to begin with. That that saves a lot of uh, I want to say saves stress and marriages, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. And as a driver, we appreciate that because so we you know, we work for companies that you know, they don't have it together. So when it's payday, you'll be like, oh, "Excuse me, can I get paid?" You know, and it's it, it's that they don't have it together in order to make their business run. So we appreciate you spreading that knowledge to educate, you know, men and women how to operate their business, you know, because it's frustrating mm-hmm. being a driver on the driver's side. So, okay, I, my next question is, what are your plans for 2020? Like, <laughs> what are your 2020 Ooh. plans? Be only a couple weeks away. We like, what, three weeks? It'll be 2020, you know. So going into the new year, what do you want to see? Uh, who do you want to reach? What, you know, with how many people are you aiming to take your course? Let's talk about some 2020 plans. Ooh, okay. So 2020 vision. I am, I, I've literally just gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to, educate the masses. My goal is to be able to reach at least a thousand families, trucking families, partnerships, where I can assist and show them exactly how to do it. Creating that course where, you know, there's a lot of trucking courses out here, but I'm not hitting it from a trucking perspective. I'm hitting it from a financial trucking perspective. So you can have all the loads you want to and be running as much as you want to have all the money coming in. But if you haven't figured out how to strategically plan how to keep your money, you're going to make the money and the IRS going to take it. So that's, yeah. that's my goal. I want to teach more people on how to strategically, because I want to say strategically, we're not had money under mattresses. We're not saying we ain't got it. We, we're going to strategically say, okay, well, what I can do is I can hire I can hire my child to be a part of the company. I can start a IRA. I can start a, a a health account. I can start a 401k. All of these things that are tax shelters to help to lower your taxable income. That is the goal. I love it. 
I always say, manif- you know, I, I, we speak into manifestation. So speak of the things that you want, and, and you watch it come to life. And so I, I love it. 2020 here, we come, okay? <laughs> y'all make sure that yeah. y'all contact her to get your business in order because we're going into another year. And so your taxes got to be done around, what, is it April? Um, will you drop the months of your quarterly taxes and your yearly tax dates? Yes. So for your for uh, S corporations, your uh, estimated quarterly taxes, not your S, your annual taxes are due for your S corporation March fifteenth around March fifteenth. It always depends on what the weekend is. And then for this year, your for your individual taxes and your C corporations, those are due April fifteenth. I do have a lot of people who tend to not realize that they have an S corporation and they come to me and they're like, oh, well, I have until April 15th to do it. And I'm like, no, you you passed the deadline. The deadline was uh, March 15th. So that's what I want to keep people abreast on that, making sure that you um, know exactly when your estimated quarterly taxes are due. So if so the taxes are corp- due. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. If the taxes well, are due for the fourth quarter, your if the, your if the taxes are due uh, January 31st, and then your fourth quarter estimated taxes is due January 15th. Awesome, awesome. I hope y'all have that written down. Go ahead and write those months down. Um, I was gonna say for S corp, that's like an incorporated, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so remember that she's saying if you're INC Incorporation, uh, then that's March the 15th. So remember that. And the uh, LLC is April the 15th, right? Yes. Depending, okay. on, just, depending on the weekday. If it falls on like a, a weekend, then the IRS puts it to that Monday. But that's the typical day is on the 15th. And if it falls on a weekend, it'll go to that, that first business day. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to add that I'm not thinking of or people just, you you know, don't know and you keep getting the question asked a hundred times? <laughs> and so uh, is there any way, anything that uh, you want to add? Uh, I think we pretty much went over all the questions. I would say if you guys have any questions that we have not went over, um, Definitely join me. Send me a DM. I can do the um, hit on the topic. I do. I go live on Facebook on Wednesdays and then on Instagram on Fridays. I am definitely trying to get to the masses. And this is the time to catch me because I can't promise I'll be on there. I'm going to try to be on there during tax season, but it gets really busy during tax season. But I definitely want to be able to, to, to uh, support you guys and provide you as much information as possible. Um, I would say just – just do your research. Uh, don't wait to the last minute. If you, I would say people panic when they get an IRS letter. And a lot of times when you get an IRS letter, it's not for an audit. You can get audited. Yes, you can. But most of the times when you get an IRS letter, it's just them asking you for something. So if I can give any advice, when you, when you guys are getting your IRS letters, contact a tax professional, read the letter, and um, just follow the instructions. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome info. So, what's the name of your company and how can people contact you one more time? Okay, my name is Marjorie Rose. I am the tax accountant, your tax GPS, helping you to navigate your way through taxes. I, um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the Truckers Accountant. My, the name of my company is actually Taxedo Tax, uh, Tailor Made Taxes. Um, and I also have a YouTube channel. Still working on that, getting those videos up there so that you guys are able to um, see it at all at once with the categories and everything. And that is also at the Truckers Accountant. And. Our closing statement, I want to say thank you for coming on. If y'all have any questions, um, this is the time to ask right now because we're getting ready to wrap this show up. It is 8.56. So our call-in number is 914-205-5328. And if you can leave us with a quote um, to end the show. Okay, so I, when you, I have so many so many, um, but the one that stood out to me today is motivation is not, it's not, wait, motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. And that's by Jim Rohn. So, I love uh, it. Say it one more time. Let's get it one more time. That, that, that's the mo- quote. Motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. And, I mean, I think it's so it's so prevalent for the trucking industry because you can be motivated to get stuff done at the beginning of the year, but that habit of taking your picture, taking the, the picture and putting the receipt in and doing your books on a weekly basis so that you're able to be on track for the tax when you're filing taxes, that is a habit that you're going to have to form that is a muscle that you're going to have to work out. It may be hard to begin with, but you're going to have to just get it done. Or you can pay someone else to do it for you. Whichever one you are at, just know that it has to get done. And I, I love it. And she is telling the truth, y'all. So listen, she is the truth. Um, but one more thing before we close out, what scanner app do you recommend that people use, you know, to download on their phone or take pictures of receipts? Because I see a lot of people get so off track and unorganized when starting their business. So what is the app that you would recommend that if they have a receipt, they can scan it in, if they have paperwork, uh, the loads or whatever, do you recommend any apps that they can scan their paperwork on? If you are a person who has QuickBooks, QuickBook has an integration where you can just take a picture of it and it'll go right into the right into your uh, software. So I really, I really like that. Uh, and then there is an app called Smart Receipt where you go ahead and take a picture of your receipt and and it'll categorize it for you. And and there is oh, no wow. there is no right or wrong answer. I have some people, you know, some people that just want to be old school and put it in an envelope, but I definitely suggest taking a picture of it so you can have it, especially if you were to get audited, you will have the digital copy of it at all times. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. This is the Women Empowerment Podcast Show. We have 
had a excellent show with great information and great content. Um, do you have anything else you want to leave us with before we we close out? Oh, uh, I don't know. I feel like I should be saying something else, but I feel like you you did such a great job. I want to thank you for allowing me to come and share my knowledge with your platform. Um, and I appreciate all that you're doing because women empowerment in the trucking industry that is that is a needed segment at all times because you know as women we fly under the radar in in the transportation industry period. So I want to say thank you and kudos to you for having this platform for women to come and talk and and share their knowledge. Well, thank you, and uh, hey, it is a blessing to have you be a part and be able to share. So, we, so, and that is, this is the Women Empowerment Podcast Show. Thank you all for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Marjorie. Check her You're out, welcome. the Trucker Accountant. We had her on the show today. She has been dropping gems after gems after gems. And we'll be back next week live again at 8 p.m. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, up under She Trucking, the Trucker Accountant. Look for us and follow us. Tell somebody about this show. Like it. And we'll talk to you all next week. Thank you. DJ Tony, for all my ladies out there trucking, so as they go, let's go. She gon' take care of her bitch, she trucking, she trucking. She a woman with a rig, she trucking, she trucking. She gon' take care of her kids, she trucking. Yeah, she a boss, she do it, bitch, she trucking, she trucking, she trucking, she trucking, she trucking. She a boss, she do it, bitch, she trucking, she trucking. She a woman with a rig, she trucking, she trucking, she trucking, she trucking, she trucking. Ah. Often hated, hated, never duplicated nah. We underestimated cause it's male dominated But we getting payment like it's money motivated Our clientele rated while they dragging we gon' play it By the hour, we them girls and we got power yeah. Haters everywhere like no taxes they be sour <laughs> Dropping loads, no no road and we be runners Run. You can never do it like us and that's a bummer huh. They got my back so I got my girls with me yeah. I can't be like you cause the shoes just won't fit me All these moves and we make it all happy Clocking in and making ends, run them racks up. Focus like a lens, we don't focus on the trends, nah. Like a truck is pulling in, so them back up. Focus and pretend, we don't know who they is, nah. Take care of her bitch, she trucking, she trucking. She a woman with a rig, she trucking, she trucking. She gon' take care of her kids, she trucking, yeah. She a boss, she do it, bitch, she trucking, she trucking. She trucking, she trucking, she trucking. She a boss, she do it, bitch, she trucking, she trucking. She a woman with a rig, she trucking, she trucking, she trucking. Uh, she be trucking, if you wife her then you lucky She a blessing but you curse her, she turn into bride of Chucky yeah. We in sync, like a blue suit but it's pink Little do you know when we in numbers we got strength Strong. They roll up on you, we got pull and we got lit yeah. Reach the 50 states, we gon' cancel all the myths yeah. Yeah. When I'm rich, tryna shut you I'ma raise a rooster when you play me burn a house yeah. She gon' take care of her bitch, she truckin', she truckin' She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin' She gon' take care of her kids, she truckin', yeah she a boss, she do it, bitch. She truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin'. She a boss, she do it, bitch. She truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig. She truckin', 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 she truckin'.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.